Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast. I'm Josh Wagar, joined with Brother Gates this morning, and you are listening to the podcast where we ask six questions in about nine minutes, because we all know that without a timeline, missionaries can get awfully long-winded. And this is a place where missionaries come in and they tell us authentic stories that they love, and I know that you will too. And so let's dig into it. Again, we have Brother Gates. Great to have you here this morning. Thanks for coming on. Amen. I'm honored to be here. Appreciate you, Brother Josh. Oh, thank the Lord. So, all right, we're going to hop right into it. Uh, question number one, just in a few sentences, tell us about you, your family, and your field. Well, like you said, I'm David Gates, and um, I was a missionary in Egypt from 2010 to 2017, but not able to get back to the field right now. We, could, we got blocked out from getting back into the country. And so now the Lord has me, my wife, Beth, my oldest son, Joshua, who is 11, and Sandy, who is 10, and Emma, who is five, uh, six, she was born in Egypt, and Noah, who we're adopting. Um, we are all, all now going to Dearborn, Michigan, to uh, be a light to the Arabs of America, mostly Muslim there in that area in America. Awesome. And and then just real quick, because some folks may not know this, um, am I correct in saying that Dearborn is the largest population of uh, Muslims in the States? It is. Okay. In all of North, North America, it is the largest Arabic population, mostly Muslim population in North America. And wow. why I say that is because some of them are also Chaldean, which is the Catholic Arab or Catholic Iraqi people. And so okay. they need the Lord Jesus too. Yeah, amen. Well, that's great. I'm excited to hear about that mission field. So, um, and then question number two for you: What is the best part about being in missions? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's just I don't even feel worthy to be one. But I, I thank God that He, of course, saved me from my sin, and now I'm one of His. But I guess just to be able to really proclaim Christ. Uh, is my whole life being to do, uh, but also to see people saved and discipled and then churches established because of, because of what God used me to do. That to me is exciting to see his grand scheme because he wants us to reach the world for his glory. And I believe it's through his church, through discipling and making churches. And so I think that's the, the greatest thing to see lives change so they can be reached, used to reach the world for Christ. Amen. That's, yeah, it's spot on. You can't get better than that. So, <laughs> amen. So then kind of the inverse of that, what is one of the more challenging aspects of missions for you and your family? Well, we've had a lot of challenges, I guess, when we were in the field in Egypt, I guess, uh, um, some medical problems with my son. He has a rare medical condition called tuberous sclerosis. And so, you know, when your family's hurting, sometimes it's hard to focus on the work. That you want to do but I think um, and in dealing of course with the Muslims uh, just they're deeply religious people that has always been a challenge um, but I think you know I guess any missionary may tell you this is his self a lot of times just battling self whether it be pride or complacency or fear or whatever the the inward battle is to me uh, one of the, the hardest things, of course, to deal with a lot of times, you know, <laughs> and my wife will probably tell you the same thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dealing with me. Yeah. Uh, but because uh, I think those challenges, they, they come, but it's God that put, is on the throne 
and be him being on the throne. Um, I rest that this is in his hand, that he put that in my life for a purpose to, to build me. And so I think just sometimes overcoming those obstacles is a lot of times overcoming self. Definitely, for sure. Um, amen. So then number four, then quick as we're going to uh, keep moving. Um, who, are there any missionaries that you would suggest that should be on this podcast? I know you already kind of given me some. I don't know if you have any more. <laughs> Well, just a couple, I think, of right offhand, Aaron Vance in Columbia. I mean, he, I was in, I just named two guys I was in Bible college with, some of them. He's just doing an amazing job in Columbia, South America. It's just, it's really amazing. And Will Hill, William Hill in uh, Japan, um, I think of him as well. And so, I, you know, I can go on and name a bunch of other friends that are missionaries, but those two guys just off the top of my head, I think would be good. some guys that would be a blessing to you and others. Great. I look forward to getting in contact with them and having them on, Lord willing. So, all right, number five, then everybody's been waiting for this one. Um, can you take about three to five minutes and just tell us your favorite story or one of your favorite stories or something about your time in missions? Well, um, <laughs> you know, I think also, uh, a lot of times just um, seeing those first ones saved is a blessing. Um, but one day, I guess I had a man come in and just start asking questions of how to reach Muslims. His name is Garrett. And, um, and then so God let me invest into his life, uh, a man that was small in the faith, but not yet growing in the faith. Um, and that to me was a blessing. And so in Egypt, there came a, you're dealing with Muslims and we love them. But some of them, you know, are very fundamental and maybe hard to reach. And so a lot of the people there are afraid to witness to them. And so we did a ministry um, where we would receive names of people that want Bibles and we'd go meet them. And if it was a Muslim, I say, you never go by yourself. You always go in twos, one to stand back in case something happens and then meet up and go to, to be with them. And so I let him take that ministry over. And so he said, Hey, I got a guy that we're supposed to meet that wants a Bible. Uh, I think his name is Mahmoud. And, um, and so I said, okay, let's go. So on the way there, he says, well, uh, Mahmoud, he looks like one of those fundamental Muslims. We call him Salafi in Egypt. You know, I was like, well, you didn't tell me that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and so you get a little nervous sometimes whenever it comes down to reading with a, in a country, and it's, it was outside of Cairo. It's outside of Cairo. It's not quite as safe because there's not as much security, mm. like little villages. So we're driving there. And first in the taxi, the microbus, then the um, big autobus, like a big bus. And we finally make it. And so we go get the fruit um, and everything. And because uh, you t take things to people's homes when you're invited over, you take like some fruit or drinks or whatever. Okay. So um, after that, we're standing there and I look at Gergis and say, Gergis, I said, you know what can happen at this meeting? And I said, he, he looked at me, I said, either arrest or death. Mm. Something like that can't happen. Mm. You know? And um, he looked at me and this was a blessing to me. He said, I know, and I'm ready. I knew when I signed up for this, that it could cost my life and I'm ready. And so is my wife. And that's why we're here. And to me, um, that was one of the highlights of my ministry to see that the disciple God gave me 
was now willing to give his all for Christ, no matter the cost. And so um, that to me was one of the high points. We went there, we witnessed, we preached Christ, and we're still alive, <laughs> you know? And so they have the word of God in their hands. We're still praying for Mahmoud and um, his brother, I believe Ahmed, uh, to come to know Christ. They were actually ones that were in the large, one of the largest Islamic universities in the world, in Egypt, teaching there. But they wanted to read the Bible. And to me, that was a blessing. Wow. Praise the Lord. That's an awesome story and insight that I think a lot of us may not quite fully grasp a lot of times, you know, um, especially uh, it's an amazing thing to see the missionary and the disciple on the same track doing the same thing. So what a blessing. I appreciate you sharing that story. Thank you. All right, kind of final question, a little bit more personal, something that we can laugh at uh, most of the time is if you're willing to embarrass yourself and tell us uh, one cultural blunder or language blunder. Oh, yeah, I tell you. Well, it's funny because uh, um, there's probably a lot, but um, I was, we were in language school and we had a lady that watched our kids and um, uh, she'd watch them babysit while we're in language school uh, learning Arabic. And so um, one day, you know, we're, the lady, our teacher was asking about her or something about her and um, how she wasn't there or something. And I said, uh, hey, uh, and she said, well, where's she at? And I said, well, hey, uh, le, le ma ik. and um, she said, what? I said, hey, and she said, she went on a trip with my husband? I said, no. <laughs> I said, she went on a trip with her husband. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, and she looked at me. She's like, oh, you mean her husband? I was like, yeah, not your husband. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I, I like that one a lot. <laughs> so I learned real quick. You say goose ha means her husband, goose ik means your husband like to the to another lady <laughs> yeah. it is always the small words or letters that that seem to get us as missionaries <laughs> so well brother that was i really enjoyed having you on today great uh story great information um how can people stay in contact and follow your story okay and, uh, and get a hold of you if you would like that well our email address is christ is worthy zero one at gmail.com christ is worthy zero one at gmail.com our website is gates for arab gates g-a-t-e-s f-o-r arabs uh dot com and awesome. so uh that'd be a way they can get in touch with me love to talk more and um if you all want to get our prayer letter you can sign up for that as well great awesome we'll have all that in the information below and uh yeah i'm looking forward to being able to stay up to date so thank you brother josh appreciate it brother thank you and everybody thank you so much for tuning in this has been josh wagar with brother david gates and you've been listening to the missionary micro stories podcast mm.